Hi, I'm Barry Clark. Welcome to the Mortgage and Property Podcast brought to you by Mortgage Monster. Now sit back, relax and get ready for top tips, tricks and advice to help you with all of your mortgage and property needs. Hello and welcome back to the Mortgage and Property Podcast. In this episode, we're discussing why you should use a mortgage broker instead of going direct to your bank. And to talk us through, we have the fabulous... Hang a second, you wrote that, didn't you? I didn't actually, no. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. We have the fabulous Adam back. You are, right, then? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate, yourself? I am fabulous. As it says. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Adam, last time uh, you are on, we didn't really find out much about you. No. So now we're going to do some quick-fire questions so everyone can get to know you a bit better. It's about time. All right, so what is your favourite TV show? Breaking Bad. That is good. Yeah. Really good. How many yeah. times have you watched it? Only once because it's very long. I was going to watch it again, but I've started watching Better Call Saul, so I need to watch that first. That's quite long as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm only on like the fourth season, so I need to watch that first, then I can watch Breaking Bad again. Good. No, I mean, if you had a superpower, what would it be? I don't know. And why? I would, when I was younger, I wanted to be really Naked. fast. Okay. But I've watched The Boys on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've seen it. And now I don't really want to do that. So they shoot layers out of the eyes. But yeah. the superpowers then are bad because it's not good for you. Yeah. It's like more realistic. Hmm. So I used to think, oh, I want to be really fast, but it's not very good in, if you actually think about it because you're just going to run through things. All right. Uh, would you prefer a bath or a shower? Uh, shower. What's your biggest fear? <laughs> Um, getting old getting a mortgage probably getting uh, attacked by a tree falling okay yeah I remember when we had that storm Eunice mm-hmm. it was called and I thought to work that was pretty terrifying because I just thought what if a tree just plonks on me it's quite scary because it's just going to come out of nowhere <laughs> Your mind is amazing. I do love the way your mind works. I know you're very creative, but your mind does work in quite an amazing way. Okay, if you had to go one way or another, would you go Star Wars or Marvel? Mm, Marvel, probably. Why? Because Star Wars is is good. I like Star Wars, but there's kind of... Some Star Wars is a bit rubbish. Some is really good. Marvel's always good. Fair enough, then. Cool. stand. All right, so um, now we've got to know you a bit better. Even though you've been weirdly attacked by trees. Yeah. Um, so one of the biggest questions we're often asked is why we should use a broker rather than going direct to the bank. And Adam, I believe you've prepared some questions to help us explore this. I have. So the first one I'm going to ask you today is, what are the costs involved in using a, a mortgage broker rather than use it rather than just going to the bank? Okay. So. I mean, when you go to your bank, you have to give what your bank, you, know, you have to take what your bank gives you because they don't have a massive selection of products. Yeah. So those can sometimes include things like, for example, uh, mortgage fees, they can include valuations, they can include all those different bits and pieces. Um, just be aware as well that when you're one person going to do your mortgage, the bank looks at you as just being one particular mortgage. So with ourselves, if we go to the bank and with a partnership with kind of the powerfulness of our, our network and we do, you know, hundreds of thousands of deals every every single uh, month and, and year, um, potentially means that we can get better or preferential or kind of exclusive rates you might be able to get if you just went to yourself. Yeah. So first of all, we have to look at the different deals the banks can offer you. And just if you went to your bank, you might be forced to have one set of products which got one set of fees in. We can go to normally the same way. So say, for example, you bank with, who do you bank with? Nationwide, I think. Nationwide. It's weird that you don't know. <laughs> I just type the card and forget. 
Um, so, if, say, for example, you bank with Nationwide uh, and you go to Nationwide, you say, okay, please not have a list of your, your products that you offer, a list of your rates. Um, we, and then come to us and then check them. We do the same rates. There's a very, very strong possibility, especially at Nationwide, I know we will have, we'll have the same rates Nationwide as if you went to for, for, for us or if you went to the bank. So, in terms of actual product, majority of times, um, the banks will have one rate whether you go direct to them or whether you come for a broker. Yeah. So the cost of service should be any different. The only bit really is going to change between going direct to bank, going towards a mortgage broker, could be that a mortgage broker could charge you a broker fee. So a mortgage broker generally gets charged in two ways. The first way is they get paid a little bit from the bank, but as we've, as we've kind of just covered off normally or very often more if not, banks wouldn't charge any extra for that. They pay us a little bit of commission for basically putting your mortgage through them. So with ourselves, whenever we meet, sit down with a client, we'll give you a list of lenders we lend we lend with. And we'll also give you a list of procuration fees, which are the commissions we get as well. So any professional you sit in front of should give you all of those bits and pieces. And that way you can just make sure that when you're telling you should go for bank A or bank B or bank C, you just be confident that you know they're not telling you to do that just because they might earn bigger fees from it. So yeah. for ourselves, if our network and not networks are the same, we earn the same pretty much no matter what residential bank we go to, we'll get the same commission. So it's not as if we refer one bank over another bank or whatever else. We always go to the cheapest bank for your personal circumstances or best of your circumstances, first of all, um, and we'll get paid a procuration fee. Second part then is going to be a broker fee. And the broker fee really just depends on on how much uh, work we have to do in your case. So our average mortgage case takes around about 10 to 14 hours. We'll get a little bit of procuration fee, depending on how big the mortgage is. We might then charge a fee, we might not charge a fee. If it's really complicated, we may charge a fee really complicated. If it's not very complicated, we, we, we might not. But it's a worst case scenario, and as per our official documentation. So our standard fee of range of mortgage is £495. Um, that can be higher if the uh, mortgage is going to be really, really difficult and there's loads of moving parts to it, or you've got bad credit, whatever else it, whatever else it is, yeah. or it could be potentially lower or none, depending on, on, on how easy and quick your case is. So the short answer is there can be anything between zero cost and a little bit of cost. But the difference is it's not going to cost you anything to find out. So for ourselves, we don't charge a fee until you actually decide you want us to go ahead with your mortgage. So I'd recommend you get all the information that you can. So sit down with the broker, whether it be us, whether it be someone else, and literally just get all the information you possibly can. Look at all the sourcing lists, and we'll, we'll show you all that stuff. So some mortgage brokers will be very much, um, oh, I can't tell you the lenders are. I might be lender A and lender B and lender C. For us, we'll just show you all the mortgage. Go, look, there they all are. Lender, the tubes lender Santander, and there's Nationwide, there's this, that, and the other. And so for ourselves, the... Our value isn't necessarily in just doing the actual mortgage itself. Our help, if you like, a bit of doing that is going to be hand-holding your way through the process. So the legal process can be a little bit complicated. Um, so we don't just want to get you to mortgage off. We want to get you right the way through to completion. So and that's when you actually get your keys to your property. So it's not always about who's going to do it. You know, will it be cheaper going straight to my bank? Will it be cheaper going to a mortgage broker? You should find more often than not, it's about the same. Yeah. Um, the thing you might do when you go see a broker is you may pay a bit of a broker fee, but that's probably going to be for the fact they're going to handhold you through the whole process and not just get to mortgage offer and then kind of see you later. Um, you know, buying a property is is quite sometimes a bit of a pickle, and some of those clients need to be handheld all the way through it. And sometimes if you go see a broker, it might end up a couple of hundred quid more, but you know what? You'll know you've got the best deal. Yeah because you've searched over you know, 100 or so different banks. So that means that normally they've got you the best out of all of those banks and saved you money Have you just gone to your bank in the first place. Yeah. So I know it's not a short answer, but is that is that all right? Is that kind of... It sums. Loads up. That's all right. Come on, what's the next one? I think you actually just answered three questions in one. <laughs> okay. What's the next question? Then? We're going to cover back off again.
Well, the next one was, uh, will the bank use, will the bank you use give the best deal? But that's kind of, we've done that a few times. Well, yeah, but it, it kind of d- depends as well. So it's completely random who you bank with. And bear in mind, there isn't one particular bank that's cheap all the time. You will find that, that banks' products will depend on how busy they are. So generally, we look at the mortgage market every day. We might have a really, really cheap lender one day. But because they get tons and tons of business, they then put their rate up to slow down that rate of business. So rates are constantly changing up and down between different lenders. And whoever the lender cheapest rate, the cheapest lender rate is this week, it could be completely different next week. Yeah. So I don't know. Halifax, for example, might be the cheapest next week. And next week, there might be eighth you know, most expensive because they've just got too much business and they can't cope with anymore. Then when they start slowing down again, they'll put some really keen rates out again. So I say the mortgage market kind of goes up and down every single every single time. So really, we'll have no idea as to which bank's cheapest. It comes down to which bank we look at on that particular day. And for ourselves, we can show you who's cheapest out of kind of 90, 100 different lenders who's best for your personal circumstances. Yeah. Um, the other thing to bear in mind as well is sometimes the cheapest rate may not be applicable to you. So what that means, if say, for example, um, you are a first-time buyer, let's say, for example, you want to borrow an amount of money and the first three or four banks won't give you that amount of money, they'll, you only get that money from kind of the fifth, the, the bank, which is the, the fifth most cheapest down. Well, that bank's not going to be the cheapest, but it'll be the cheapest for your circumstances. So the other thing to bear in mind is that all lenders' criteria is very, very different. Yeah. Um, the other way lenders' criteria is different as well, say, for example, you wanted to buy, I don't know, uh, an unusual property, for example. So, for example, you would buy a property with a thatched roof or it was timber framed or steel framed or had a bit of agricultural ties to it. Your bank you go to might be better offer that. Um, another one is if you were, um, so for example, you were self-employed and you had one year's worth of accounts. You could go to all the high street banks and who are predominantly going to be the cheapest and pretty much none of them would give you a mortgage based on one year's worth of accounts. So you might then have to go to kind of a bit of a challenger bank. So one of the other banks, which is probably slightly more expensive, maybe a clearing bank, um, and they'll be a little bit more expensive, but they'll be able to do that for you. So yeah. just as the cheapest deal doesn't mean it's applicable to you and doesn't mean you can get it, basically. But sit in front of a decent broker, they'll be able to tell you how much is the maximum you can get, who that's from. Um, talk about example properties you're going to be looking at and just see who's the cheapest lender for your personal circumstance. Yeah. Cool. Um the next one you kind of covered a little bit, um, but do mortgage brokers get access to any deals that the average person may not be able to find? So any secret deals? Secret deals. Mm. Sometimes there are. Sometimes there will be what they call exclusive rates. Um, so Halifax, for example, do a lot of these whereby sometimes we can actually get get a better rate um, than if you'd gone to your bank directly. You might be with your bank, for example, for 25 years and be the most value customer they have. There are times when... Yeah, sometimes we can get we can get you a cheaper deal from your bank, even though you've yeah. banked them for kind of twenty five years. Um, but look, if you're not sure, we can actually when you're here and you're in your appointment, we can have a look and see uh, what you, we can get through, and then we'll go on the lender's website and we can check and have a look and see what they'll offer direct to you consumers base. And you generally tend to find that you know there's only really for ourselves and all brokers are different, and we deal with the likes of HSBC and TSB, some of the more difficult ones to get on panel. Yeah. There'll only be really be kind of one or two lenders that do direct deals, such as for example Lloyd's, which we can't tend to use. Does a broker help with anything other than just finding the best mortgage? So basically, do they give any other advice? Maybe a bit of life advice every now and then. Look, buying a property is pretty stressful, right? And we have a whole mixture of clients. Some clients will uh, kind of just go with the flow, 
not really know what's going on, be quite chilled about the whole process. Some clients will need a bit more care and attention and need to be handheld kind of every step of the way. And sometimes you get people just freaking out about seven o'clock at night time because they just don't quite know what's going on. It's all a bit stressful and that sort of stuff. Well, yeah. you know, if you went direct to your bank, you're potentially not going to get that personalised one-to-one broker service than what you would have as well as having a um, an administrator here which helps out with the case. You know, if someone's off, we'll all help out with each other's cases. What you might find going direct to your bank is the fact that you've got one mortgage broker who's spread between maybe four or five branches who you can never really get hold of. You have to wait three weeks for an appointment. And so that aspect of it is going to be quite tough when compared to ourselves. You pick up the telephone, we're here. Most of the guys have got the mobile numbers on them. We don't have work numbers. We've all got there are personal mobile numbers who are always available. Yeah. Um, so certainly from that side of things, we're definitely um, able to handhold people all the way through and just make sure that we're there to answer every single question on hand because it will be the fact that, you know, even though there are, um, like, I, I think we're just really good at kind of explaining stuff to people. We go through it day in, day out, and, you know, we can help explain. So if there is an issue with solicitors and it seems like a really, really big thing, sometimes we might be able to um, just explain that in a way maybe it's a bit more personable, a bit more every day, where sometimes our clients can't speak to solicitors and, you know, solicitors are incredibly educated people and they use big, long words sometimes even we don't understand. So we have to kind of work out what they actually mean so we can explain that to, to, to kind of clients. So, yeah. you know, not only that, you know, we also... Uh, help with probably stress levels quite a lot as well because it can be a little bit stressful um, when you're kind of being chased from your estate agents from you know loads of different sources and that sort of stuff sometimes having a broker on hand would just mean that we're really good at making sure that we can keep you guys you know nice and calm even stuff does go wrong which inevitably sometimes it will do mm. uh, you know we've had clients for example that and the house buying process is sometimes a bit horrible uh, we've had some clients, for example, that have been six properties deep and they've kind of fallen out or not gone through for whatever reason. It takes a, a, a lot of kind of courage to build back up again after you've lost six, after you've lost six properties and you yeah. get on the horse and go go again, you know. Um, so it's a case of we can just be, you know, I don't know, your, your biggest supporter, make sure we hand all your way through. If there are any problems, we can... Um, with I know with property there isn't really any any problems that can't be fixed. Everything can be solved with enough money, enough time, and that sort of stuff. So, you know, when does stuff crop? When stuff does crop up on things like, for example, um, I don't know building survey reports, we can help if you know show you whether or not how that's fixed most commonly, and just kind of handhold you through the, the whole process. So, so yes, so sometimes we find ourselves as being you know client therapists. Um, sometimes we find ourselves you know having to get involved with uh, you know estate agents, their issues, any problems. Um, we just want to make sure really that, you know, we're here to help you every step of the way and hand all the way through and make the whole experience just a little bit less rubbish. Yeah. Um that's I think what our what our what our main uh what's really most important to us. Yeah. Cool. Um so we'll go into a broker, make it easier and less work and less stressful for someone. I hope so. Um we we will, yeah. I mean, the difference is the fact that if you went direct to your bank, if for whatever reason, so for ourselves, we, we make a, a conscious promise to keep going till you get the keys to your home, yeah. whatever happens, basically. So uh, what you might find is the fact that, you know, we go with one particular mortgage company for whatever reason doesn't go through. It could be a down valuation. It could be lesser rental than we're expected. Uh, it could be the surveyor goes out, maybe doesn't know the area quite so well. Um, so maybe he puts the product down as a lower value. Um, you know, if, if you were with, with your bank, <clears throat> you wouldn't have any other options. They go, yeah, I'm sorry, you just don't fit. See you later, goodbye. Yeah. 
that's quite a stressful position to kind of be in when you're halfway through through buying a property and you just get kind of thrown out and told they can no longer help yeah. or kind of get messed around for kind of you know two or three months because they thought that it might go through and then all of a sudden then it's got through someone else in in the bank and then it can't go through because when you first speak to someone in the bank you might not speak to the mortgage broker you might speak to a personal banker who's who's you know trying to help you you through and, and do your incomings and outgoings and that sort of stuff um and at that point, you may have had a, a two-hour appointment and still not managed to speak to a kind of a, a mortgage broker yet. Yeah. For ourselves, we can sit down, go through what your biggest fears are, go through it, highlight any issues that could potentially be. So before we even approach a lender, we know what we kind of have to look for in choosing the right lender for you. So yeah. for us, it's all about choosing the very best lender for your circumstances, whether it be based on the type of property that you're looking for, whether it's based on your type of income that you're trying to get through on, whether it means sometimes we can find some more... Uh, sometimes we can find um, some other avenues in order, to, in order to show your income a certain way. That sounds dodgy. It's not dodgy. What I mean by that is that take construction workers, for example. So with construction workers, for example, um, 98% of lenders would look at their last two years tax returns. Yeah. Now, we know from knowledge that we have is that most of those clients in the construction industry are self-employed, uh, not out of choice. So they might go to work for the same person every single day, day in, day out, yeah. um, and do the same job, but they're paid in construct construction industry scheme vouchers or CIS vouchers, basically. Now, uh, if you went to, say, for example, your bank, maybe Santander, Nationwide, whatever else, they might view your income in those last two years' tax returns as maybe in £30,000. For ourselves, we can look at your income in a different way and potentially we look at your um, CIS vouchers, but they might show you actually more money. They might show, say, for example, you're on £45,000. Yeah. So if we can get four and a half times your lending at Nationwide, uh, £30,000, we get four and a half your times your lending at um, forty-five grand. you are going to be borrowing a load more money, basically. Um, it's the same with people who are... Uh, contract workers as well. So, if, say for example, you're not you're an IT contractor, they might look at your last uh, two years tax service tax calculations. Majority of places, but some places will actually go on your contract value depending on what it is, how long you've had it, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. if you come to us everything that you've got, we can have a look at it all, and we can show you hopefully the best way through. And look, if you're still not sure, ask your broker to pull up what you can get from your bank, and you can check direct from what we've got here to what you can get in your bank which yeah. is all put on online go on there you know the client version of the website list all their products normally and we see the differences between the two just down to you then to kind of work out what your broker fee is going to be and then work out whether you see value in that broker fee is being handled all the way through you know if it is nothing if it is 500 pounds if it's 200 pounds it's then do i see value in that amount whatever it is for going with you or going direct with with my bank but more often than not you know look if something happens we're here to catch you and we're here to kind of fix you and get you back up again and and and, and get you with a, with maybe someone else that you will go through with. And we find this a lot with maybe buy-to-let properties whereby, for example, we've got one client at the moment, um, we know their property will rent for a certain amount. If their property rents for a certain amount, then they can borrow a, 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 this amount here, which might be £400,000, for example. We've now had two surveyors gone out, uh, two surveyors which have gone out and said they'll rent for a bit less money, even though we've been assured by the estate agent that we'll be rented for kind of more money. So the client's not able to borrow the money that they wanted to borrow. Yeah. So we're now actually on their third lender application for that particular property. After this one, all right, we'll have to make a decision. Can we not borrow that money or borrow that money? Um, but, you know, but we will go over and above to make sure a client gets to their gets to their end game, basically. And for us, I don't know what it is. We just all really, really care in here. We don't just, you know... 
absolutely are useless as an example, but they're not, they're not, you know, or some brilliant, you know, some will go over and above, but some rightfully, when it's five o'clock, will kind of drop their pen and will kind of make what they're dealing with. You know, for ourselves, we, we do understand that clients have really difficult situations and we'll make sure we're there to hand on all the way through from start right way through to finish no matter what happens. Yeah. That's probably the benefit of using the broker over going to your own bank who may say yes, they might say no, they might just throw you out halfway through and you've got no other options. At least with a broker, you've got plan A, plan B, plan C. Yeah. Bit of extra security. Yeah. And just knowledge that, you know, no matter what happens, we can obviously still get you there in the end. Yeah. Cool. That's all I've got. Del? I'm out. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to ask about the kind of process or anything else or? No. Seven. Nothing else for I'm glad we got your questions answered. Thank you very much for uh, for, for throwing those at us. Also, uh, if you've enjoyed listening or found it helpful, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and hit that bell button uh, to be notified of any new episodes we might have. So, thank you very much, Adam. Thank and we'll see you much. again. Sorry. Thank you very much, Adam. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I'll see you again at the same time next week. So sometimes we may actually talk about mortgages and so on, which, as you know, is your regulated activity. So that kind of may form a financial promotion. So we just have to run through some risk warnings, basically. So first of all, we're talking about residential mortgage. Your home may repossess. Do not keep repayments on your mortgage. We're talking about buy-to-let mortgages. Your property may repossess. You do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Talk about let-to-buy mortgages. Your property may be repossessed. You do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Uh, also, some buy-to-let mortgages are not regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. We've talked about lifetime home reversion plans. This lifetime mortgage home reversion plan. To understand features and risks, please ask for a personal illustration. If we happen to talk about debt Consolidation. We have to include the sentence, think carefully before securing debts against your home. Your home may be repossessed, do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. If we happen to talk about second charges or secured loans, your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it. But if we talk about equity release, a lifetime mortgage is not available for everyone. It's important to seek financial advice before taking any action. All other options available should be explored before choosing equity release. Interest is charged on both the original loan and interest that's been added. The amount you owe will increase over time, reducing the equity left in your property potentially to nothing. Please discuss with your family and beneficiaries. If we happen to talk about commercial lending. We have to let you know that commercial lending and some buy-to-let mortgages are not regulated by our Financial Conduct Authority. And lastly, most importantly, uh, Mortgage Monsters trade name of Just Mortgage Direct Limited, which is the appointed representative of the Open Work Partnership, trading style of Open Work Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.